Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Do you know Hello. how many times you've done that? Where you've Beautiful. just hit record without telling me? Yes. Okay, so now we're just going to get caught live doing it. I'd like to keep you on your toes. So welcome to <laughs> episode 195 of The New Truth. Do ultimatums work? Are you ready? Juicy one today. <laughs> here we are. We're getting into ultimatums. Tomatoes work. This is, I mean, have we ever done this topic before? I don't think I, we have. We haven't, which is so crazy. It just goes to show there's literally endless things to talk about around love and relationships. I yes. also just realized there's a show. There's a show called The Ultimatum, like a TV oh, show. Oh, no. Yeah. Of couples yeah. where it's like the ultimatum, make it or break it. So yes. this, this needs to be talked about. This needs to be talked about because everybody's thinking it. And then everybody's watching it and hearing the stories and people make ultimatums from such a disempowered and helpless place. Yes. So. Well, you just gave it all away. So do ultimatums work? Do, do, do. <laughs> I mean, let's just break it down for a second. So an ultimatum, ultimately, it's like kind of a threat. Yes. Right? That's exactly what it is. So usually threats, you know, while they might work temporarily, they might, it's, it's like the X, Y, Z to get the guy, you use the manipulative tactics to get the relationship, to get the guy, to get the thing and that you want, you might get the thing, but it's not going to, it, it it's trying to control something that's out of your control and trying to control another person and that's manipulating really someone. It, this always blew my mind. How many women would celebrate? Oh, I gave him an ultimatum. Like if you don't propose to me in the next year, I'm out. And they, they'd celebrate that and their friends would celebrate it. And it's like, you actually want someone to propose to you and choose to spend their entire life with you from that place, from that energy frequency, just like good luck in your relationship. That is not going to go very well. Right. That that's what kills me about this, right? The answer is no, they don't yeah. work. No. <laughs> and the place that they come from, right? So what an ultimatum is, is the take it or leave it attitude and it can be around anything like it can be around a proposal it can be around moving in together it can be around kids it can be around um doing the work right we'll talk about that today the ultimatum of either you know get a therapist or i'm out right it's and why they don't work is because the person giving an ultimatum is doing it from helplessness it's doing it from the last resort inside of, I need to control this person because I lack the skills on how to have a conversation, how to set boundaries, how to reveal something that's important to me. Like what I hope to bring today around this is that you're making an ultimatum because you don't have skills, 
right? You making an ultimatum because you lack emotional maturity. And if you're making an ultimatum, your relationship probably actually sucks in the first place. Sorry, because you don't have to make ultimatums if you're in a healthy relationship, because guess what? Securely attached couples can talk to each other about everything. Yes. Securely attached couples can reveal how they're feeling. They can reveal if something's important to them. They can reveal if they're disappointed or angry, upset and not get gaslit and not get criticized and not have a partner get shitty and defensive. Most women make, and usually it's women, by the way, right? I've Mm -hmm. never met a man make an ultimatum. Let's just start. There's that for a second. (laughs) Women make ultimatums because guess what? Most women are dragging their fucking partner into engagement or aliveness or an equal partnership. So women make ultimatums because it's a place of not knowing how to have shared power in a partnership. And I do want to teach about how you can actually make set a boundary and the difference between an ultimatum and a boundary, because women do need to have standards, but you need to get that you're making ultimatums from this place of dragging someone along, right? Trying Mm. to get them to be different get them to show up for you in the way that you want them to essentially saying, I don't like who you are right now. So I need you to be different in order to make me happy, which is codependency at its finest, right? It's obsession about the other person's behavior and saying, unless you do something differently, I'm not happy, which is codependency, which is the worst energy to bring into a partnership. Because if you're not happy, sourcing happiness on your own, I don't know. I feel like we say this always in an episode, like, I don't know how many more times to say this, but over (laughs) and over again, you actually are the source of your fulfillment and happiness. And there is no getting around that. That's it. And you do need to know how to communicate effectively and productively and vulnerably in your partnership ultimatums come because you don't know how to do that or because you're not safe or because you're actually in deep denial of the dynamic between you and your partner. Cause you just don't have to like, that's, that's the other freedom I want you to feel. It's like, you don't have to set ultimatums when you're in a healthy relationship. Cause you can actually just talk about things rather yes. than do this, this power trip, which is what an ultimatum is too. Exactly. Yeah. It's a game and it's a hundred percent rooted in fear and it's fantasy. It's fa- it's fantasy. And think about it. The the most common ultimatum of all is like the the engagement, engagement one. And I'm sure people do it with kids, which is you know another challenge in itself. Um, but the engagement one and the whole thing is like underneath that is a little girl who's afraid of what it means that this person has not proposed. And usually it comes with, you know, concoctions like, oh, all your friends are getting married and you feel this pressure. Or I actually have client, I have a client right now who's just in this relationship. She's been married, she's divorced. She's just loving just being in a relationship. And it's very like they only see each other one or two times a week. They both have kids. They both have very full lives. And her friends are in fantasy. Her friends, saboteurs, are constantly saying to her, well, where is it going? Well, where is it going? Well, are you, do you think he's the one now? Are you going to marry him? Are you going to, even though she's already been down that road, she's just stopping and pausing to actually just enjoy a relationship and not think it needs to become something other than what it is right now. They've only been together for a year 
and she's really enjoying it, but she keeps, we get on our calls and she feels all this pressure from everyone around her. So I want to take you wow. off the hook because that's often what drives our fantasy is the pressure from the shows we're watching, the pressure from Instagram we're seeing, the pressure from what's happening around us or what people are saying to us. And the reality is when you are really deeply fulfilled in yourself, as we say every episode, you then attract aligned relationships. You know, all your relationships are aligned. So there's no, you don't have to threaten about the future. You're They, they naturally and organically unfold, you know, like phases of the relationship unfold. Um, there's no rush to the finish line. There's no rush. But if you are afraid inside of that dynamic and you're either afraid the person's going to leave, you're afraid they don't really love you because underneath that, the wounded little girl inside doesn't believe that she's lovable or doesn't believe she's worthy of love or good enough is like there, there is this constant pressure to get the next thing. And this is chasing the timeline that we've unpacked many times. And if your focus is on the future, rather than just basking in the experience in the moment of what's happening, because the, the timeline does naturally unfold when it's an aligned relationship. But if you're so obsessed with the future, often, like you said, often it's actually not really aligned. And so we're trying to control it to feel better or we're trying to control it because we feel pressure from outside and or we're making meaning of the fact that the person hasn't proposed rather than taking their love for what they say it is, you know, and when you're home inside of yourself, you just know when your relationship is healthy and that it's unfolding at, at a natural rate that feels good and healthy and aligned. So yeah, I mean, choose alignment over ultimatums. Like, and if you don't know what that feels like, it's time to learn how to come from the core of yourself in relationships and that sovereign woman, as opposed to the wounded little girl and your saboteur. If you don't know the soul of who you are, you can't see the soul of another person. And like, that's the thing I'm thinking about as I listen to you too, this place of the old paradigm of love is essentially extraction from each person, right? Like, it's just how can I take from you to make me feel better? How do I get you to give me all the things that I want so I can put a pretty picture up on Instagram or tell all my friends that I'm now part of the gang because I'm doing what everyone else is doing? And that's the thing that breaks my heart around relationship. Like, people say they want love, but if you're using someone, stop calling it love. And I'm going to keep, I already said it 15 times, but I keep saying it. You don't have to say an ultimatum in a healthy, like you don't even get to the point of needing an ultimatum in a healthy relationship because in a healthy relationship, you're actually talking. And so I want to address, right. There's, there's the, the woman who is used to, because this is most of my clients, like is used to carrying all the emotional weight in their relationships. Like used to being the one that's always initiating dates, always initiating communication, always bringing up difficult conversations, always thinking about the future, not from an obsessive place because it is some the things that she wants, but she's partnering with lame ass men. So she only knows how to keep like har harnessing all that energy and then continuously being unhappy. There is a place of being able to say, do I know how to take a stand for the things that I want? Not from aggression, 
not from entitlement, mm-hmm. not from the bratty teenager. Like it's not just an inner child and a saboteur. There's a brat teenager inside every single woman too. And the brat teenager is the one that sets the ultimatum, right? She's stomping her feet. Like it's, have you ever seen a teenager talk to a parent, <laughs> right? Like, like that's, that's how teenagers behave, right? Like I, I hate you. And they slam, they slam the door. Teenagers who are deeply disconnected from their parents, by the way, but that like, lack of emotional maturity to be able to just stand and say, look, right. If you're in a relationship, a boundary is not controlling another person, but I am going to give you a phrase of another way of thinking about what boundaries sound like. So you don't actually abdicate all of your power because most of my clients, that's what they're doing. Like they're they're not most of my clients, but there's a woman who is used to being the people pleaser and not having power in her relationship. That's why ultimatums happen because it's a way of trying to exert power rather than, okay, here's what a boundary sounds like. Look, we've been together for two years and being engaged is something that really matters to me, right? I want to build a life with someone and I need to know if it's something that's important to you. Are you someone that you see that in our future or not? Because if not, that is going to impact whether or not I can stay because it's something that matters to me. See how it's a completely different energy of, well, do you want to get engaged? I need you to propose to me within a year or not. Most women don't know how to advocate for themselves. They don't know how to take a stand for what they need and want without threat, without criticism, without demand, because we've never had or witnessed, I certainly did not witness this in my parents, shared power in a relationship where someone can say, this is important to me. So I want to now address the do the work comments, right? Because if I hear another woman say, like telling your partner he needs to go to therapy is the fastest way to destroy your relationship. Like, like you need therapy is not how someone goes to therapy or gets a coach or, or goes to a personal development workshop or watches anything with you. Like no one wants to be told what to do, right? So if you keep, if you're also complaining about dating a man child, maybe you're probably treating him like one, right? And and that's how it's not going to shift. But there's a difference between telling someone what to do and inviting someone into a process with you and saying, do you want to do this with me? So that's something that's true for me in my marriage. Even though Andrew had one-on-one support when we met, right? Workshops or something I was involved in, like reading personal development books, meditating in the morning. I invited him into doing that with me. I said, this is something that's really important to me. You don't have to do it because you have the right to live however you want to live. But would you like to join me in this? Because I would like to have a relationship where we're each growing. And this is something that we can talk about and is part of our conversation. That's the thing that men respond to. They respond to invitations. They respond to a need that you have and, and sharing why it's important to you. And then they get to make the decision. Like you just said earlier, don't you want someone to propose because they want to propose, not because they feel like pressured, like they have to, right? I wanted Andrew to know who I was, which is someone who was going to always be involved in personal development. And it's something that I want to talk about and something that's important to me. And he doesn't have to do it. But when we would communicate about the values we had in our family, and especially now as parents, it's like, I am setting the standard that this is something that we do, like that we watch things around how to be conscious parents together. And that is a non-negotiable for me, right? Most women set ultimatums 
or have shit behavior because they don't know how to actually make invitations. They don't know how to have standards. They don't know how to have boundaries and they don't know how to say, wow, if this isn't working, please go listen to all of our breakup episodes, right? If this isn't working, maybe I need a different relationship. Maybe I actually need to change. Me, the woman, maybe I need to do something different. Maybe I need to leave. Maybe I need to let go because you're not seeing the person that's across from you. We only know how to keep hustling to try to get someone to be different rather than take the stand and say, who wants to meet me here? Can someone meet me in the magic of who I am? Can someone create with me the thing that I want to create? And that's what I'm most passionate about is actually people who want to learn how to co-create something and actually behave like a woman in relationship. So I know that was a lot. But. Yeah. And it, it, that's exactly it though. And it, again, it's like wrong focus, right? When our attention is on the other person and wishing for them to show up differently so that we feel better, that is a setup a hundred percent of the time. You, it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because it's only going to make you feel better very, very, very temporarily. Like you're going to get the engagement from the ultimatum and then you're going to feel shitty because you're going to question if it was authentic or if they really want to be married to you because you got the ultimatum because they met your ultimatum. They met you in your fear, you know, like a, a man who really loves you might meet you there, but then you're going to question the love because it came from that fearful place. So that is the problem is that the focus is on the wrong person. And when you turn your attention around onto yourself, I love hearing that about you and Andrew. I've noticed with Patricio, I don't even invite him in to it. He just naturally invites himself like this morning. We now, even, even when we're on FaceTime, when we're long distance, he asks me to pull a card for him every morning because I pull a Oracle card or a tarot card every morning and I write about it. And, um, he asked me to pull a card and like, he pulled the King of cups this morning and he's like, well, I got a King two days in a row. And it's so cute watching him have his little awakenings. And it's not because I'm shoving it down his throat or telling him you need to embody these spiritual practices with me. I'm just being myself. So this is an important, important anchor. I'm being my fullest expression of myself and that's energetically inviting him in because he's like, whoa, what is that? What are you doing over there with those cards? He likes to read my poetry that I write about the cards. Like he's so curious about my world because I'm in my, I'm energetically inviting him into it by just being myself. So when you take your attention off trying to change the other person, because that's what the ultimatum is doing. Like, oh, I need my partner to do the work now that I'm doing the work, quote unquote, I need them to do the work so that I feel met in the relationship. It's like, no, you do it fully. You come home to yourself. You stop operating from your survival mechanisms. You stop being his mother in the relational dynamic or stop being the little girl or whatever role you've been playing in your saboteur patterns. And you come fully home to yourself and then bring that woman to your relationship and see what happens. I've had so many clients over the years have their partners completely transformed based on them being different or their mothers or their, you know, fathers or their children, like their relationships change because when you stop participating in the survival pattern, every relational dynamic, even though one person usually looks way worse on paper, every relational dynamic is two people. You play 50 percent of that dynamic. So when you completely take your attention off the other person, what they're doing, what they're not doing, put your attention on you and fully devote yourself to your own journey into coming from your truest, most authentically expressed self, 
in the relationship, the relationship naturally will change forms, whether that's coming to an end, right? Because it's actually not aligned rather than thinking you need to be different. Like how hurtful is that actually? us thinking our partners need to be different so that we feel better. It's not your job. Even if your partner is drinking too much or playing video games too much or doing something that you judge and you think is hurting them, they have to come to that conclusion on their own. And it's they're not actually going to intrinsically change unless they've come to that conclusion on their own, unless they've come to that place within themselves and made that choice to get on a growth path with and for themselves, not just to save your relationship. It's not sustainable if it's just for you. So you take your attention off the other person and put it on you and put it on what do you want? What are your desires? Are you embodying the things you're wanting them to embody? Be yourself fully, bring yourself fully and see what happens in your relationship. One of two things happens in my experience. Either you get really clear that, wow, this relationship is no longer aligned. I love you and I'm going to set you free because this just were you were aligned to my past self, but no longer to who I am today, mm-hmm. or your relationship will naturally evolve. I'm my brain. I'm trying to keep up. I have so many things. <laughs> I just lost. I just lost my train of thought. Um, hmm. Shit. It's a big topic. It's so common. The ultimatums and it's, it is the fully pa- the old I guess paradigm. it's the powerlessness. Oh, oh, the focus on the other, right? Like the, I wanted to root back into we, the old paradigm of love is codependency. Like that's yes. the, it's the only function of relationship most people know, yes. right? And women mostly only know powerlessness in relationship. And so I wanted to just keep coming back to turning the focus onto yourself is like so massive for so many women because most women are, obsessively focused on other people. Even, you know, when you said about your clients, like with the, the women in her life are, are focused on her. It's like, good God, like, what are these women doing in their life that they're so obsessed with your client's relationship and whether or not she knows what the future holds to their relationship. It's like to have women just be in their own worlds is revolutionary unto itself. Like imagine not worrying about what other people are doing in their relationship. Imagine not obsessing about what your partner is doing. Imagine not obsessing about where your boyfriend is when you go on a date or whether or not someone's the one. Right? Imagine just being yourself. Imagine just focusing on yourself. Imagine having the skills to communicate your needs, to communicate your desires, to communicate your feelings, to reveal who you are from a place of power instead of helpless dependency, instead of critical um, uh, judgment, right? Or instead of entitlement and, and control, like that's what healing gives. And, you know, the, the skills of communicating in relationship, like no one just like naturally, you don't actually naturally know how to do that, especially in long-term relationship, like patterns, patterns happen, right? Like life happens. Like you don't get to just rest because you found a boyfriend, like consciousness and co-creation with another person is alive. It's something that's nurtured every single day. And again, you will never have to say an ultimatum when you're in a shared power relationship and you'll never have to drag someone along, you know, when you've chosen an actual match Like, and that's the last thing I'll say that like being actually met in a relationship, you won't feel, it won't feel like dragging 
right? Yeah. Like there'll be continuous, you know, the, the reciprocity and, and shared energy is just kind of always flowing in a relationship that's working. And if you found yourself in the one where you're the one dragging, you're the one putting forth more energy and effort. It does let you know that you're not focusing on yourself. Like that's the good news too. It's like, if you feel burnt out, what's our episode? We did one. Um, I feel like it was last year around the holidays, um, burnt out, burnt out with dating or the truth about resentment. Maybe it was that one. Like, it's just a sign. Like if you're obsessing about your partner, you're starting to feel like you need to set an ultimatum, take a breather. And, and turn your attention onto yourself and say like, what's really happening, right? Yeah. Do I feel powerless in my relationship? Do I feel like I'm not seen or heard in my relationship? Do I feel like this person is not mutually efforting to create something amazing with me? And what do I want to do about that? Yeah. Rather than I feel like the only option I have is to set an ultimatum because that's what's true too. It's like people set ultimatums because they feel like they're all out of options, mm-hmm. but that's because they they have no skills on how to have these vulnerable and powerful and, and confronting, you know, conversations without this kind of nasty energy. Yeah. And for sure. And the last thing I'll say is like, where, what energy are you coming to these conversations from? Like, if you're not taking full responsibility for your own fulfillment and your own connection to, to your life and to feeling met by yourself. And like, if you, if you're coming to this conversation depleted and wanting your relationship to give you something, so you feel better about yourself, like really get honest with yourself because the saboteur archetypes that are, that is at play with the ultimatum is the fantasy addict mixed with the controller, right? The controller woman doesn't trust life. Ultimately at the core of the controller woman, she does not trust that her life is gonna work out beautifully. She does not trust that she gets to have a good life, that she gets to have the the love she desires. She doesn't trust that she gets to experience beautiful things. So she's so busy. Like there's things that happen when you were younger that led this part of you to, to feel like you need to control your environments and your relationships so that, and your partner, so that you have what you want. But the reality is control is actually pushing it away. It's pushing away the love that you want, the intimacy. You can't have intimacy inside of an ultimatum. So check in with yourself. If you are coming from the fantasy addict, if you're coming from the controller, if you're not in your heart connected to your own desires and taking responsibility for your desires, first and foremost, not thinking your partner is the one responsible for meeting all of them, then it's time to go back to the drama board and come play with Catherine or I in one of our programs. I have the reclamation community. You have uh, one on one right now. One on one right now. Okay. But Mm -hmm. don't you still have open to love or one of your courses available? Uh, Open to love is always available, but right now I would like this, I'm, I'm really in the skills of love these days. Like the Mm -hmm. actual, like on the ground, learn how to do something because their home homecoming is, is my, that's the the signature course right now. Like the the homecoming where it's the basics. I mean, I would say homecoming is my codependency free from codependency program. Like homecoming is five week self-guided program to free yourself from codependency with the actual tangible skills on how to turn toward yourself. And then in one-on-one coaching, it's like, wait, I want to become the match right? Like I'm, I, I want monogamous committed partnership and I want to become the person available for that. I want to become the kind of woman that's available and a match to the high quality man. I don't have to control. 
or yes. I don't have to judge or criticize or drag along. And, and all of that happens only when you can, I mean, trust yourself, right? Like not just trusting life, like trust yourself to be able to maintain a connection to your heart, which you and I have talked about a thousand times has to happen every day, no matter how much work you've done on yourself, but then yes. you, know, you know how, right. And then it's easy. It's not something you have to even effort was a lot of effort in the beginning of self-love <laughs> to, yes. to break the, to break the patterns of self-abandonment and betrayal and, and neglect, right. With being busy all the time. Yeah. So, thank you it's for so that. Much, yeah. I would it's say so much helper. It's so much, go. it's so helpful. So much helper. <laughs> so helpful. <laughs> so helpful to have a, a, a roadmap. You need a roadmap. You can't do this on your own or relate. Like our wounds were formed in relationship. This is from a course in miracles and they have to be healed in relationship. So if you're completely alone in your basement, just trying to give your husband an ultimatum or to save your marriage or your, your boyfriend and all what, whoever like you, it's time to come home. Like if you're obsessed with the other person and how they're behaving, what they're doing, what they're not doing, what <clears throat> your relationship should look like, like get your attention freaking off your relationship and build a relationship with the most important person in your life. Who's at the core of every relationship in your life. And that is you, um, come home, time to come home. We love you. Um, spread this word to all the women you know setting ultimatums <laughs> and we'll see you next week hi it's kate thanks so much for listening to the new truth podcast for more of Catherine and i come hang out with us in the new truth movement facebook group we are in there that's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do um, you can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes about dating relationships any struggles you're having out there we would love to support you so come hang out with us in the new truth movement facebook group and we will see you soon